Welcome to Let's Chit Chat, sis. I'm your girl, Kimmy, and we're back on the porch tonight, bringing you the hottest topics with the best conversation. And we're joining me tonight is my co-host, Chauncey. Hey, how's it going? Glad to see you again. Celeste. And your girl, Celeste, is here in the house. Hey, and JB. This is JB from NC, proud country boy 252. Let's make it do what it do. Hey, and we have our guests on the porch with us tonight. What's going on, Fitz? How are you beautiful people tonight? Welcome, Fitz. We love you when you are here. How are you today? I'm great. I'm great. I woke up this morning. I have no complaints. I know. That's right. Mm, that's right. What you going to do? And we have a special guest this evening. How are you today, Terrence? Doing great. Doing great. And we- Welcome to the porch, T. Welcome to the porch. Honored to be here. Welcome. Yeah, man. We have a really special episode tonight. We're going to talk about daddy's girls. <laughs> and we got three of them on here. Three daddy's yeah. girls on here. So I'm <laughs> sure. But before we get started, you know, me with my uh, trolling of the internet, and I'm sure everybody saw this this week. Um, because this is another little hot icebreaker that um, kind of shocked me myself because everybody loved Destiny Child when they was out, Beyonce, uh, Kelly, I mean, um, Michelle and Kelly, that the song Cater to You is now um, up to be removed because um, Black t- Twitter has put out a petition 17 years later. And I'm talking about 17. I put 17 years later because ah. they said that this song represents like slave, uh, like a slave mentality. So you guys, um, and I, we actually put this out on our social media this week, and we got a lot of feedback. And most of the feedback was kind of the same that um, you know people wasn't feeling this because people you know love um, B. What is your thought about this? Because people want to shut this song down. Just to well, be sure we're talking, all, it is Cater to You by Destiny Shaw, right? I right. want to cater to okay, you. I got you. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, bye, y'all. Really? <laughs> really? I mean, how is, it, how, is it, how is it like slave mentality to say to your man, I want to take care of you? Right. Being that Father's Day is, you know, Sunday. Right. Even if you just use that as an example and call it a Father's Day song or whatever. But I mean, at any time, how is it a slave song? And so there's to you today. Right. Well, it just says cater. Well, it just says cater to you. It's just you. It it does have today. There's only one day. I ain't going to cater you tomorrow. Today. (laughs) <laughs> so it's not like, yeah, you saying I'm just going to. It's not that you will cater to me every exactly. day. I want to. But, but guess what? But, but guess what? Right. But okay, okay. So let's know that one. Yeah, I like that. But, but what I'm saying to you is, even if making it, a video over there, it was every day. Even if it was every day, exactly. Right? What's wrong? Yeah, if it was a man that said that they wouldn't have no problem with it. Exactly right. So it was about with it. Right. I don't know. I think they're just picking at everything. But let me tell you something. Catering to you and being your slave is two different things. You better tell the truth and shame the devil. I'm telling you. 
Because I maybe they don't know what, maybe because they're young and youthful and they don't even know, or maybe they haven't, maybe they ass haven't seen roots. So they, <laughs> yeah, they yeah go, right, exactly. They go back and right. see roots. Roots. You you hey, don't right. know what slavery is. If you, <laughs> right. you, who is this? Who is this anyway? I mean, who well, and, who and actually my, is this? Yeah, this I mean, this the part they, I want to know. I just don't if know. They who, haven't, if they haven't this? canceled R. Kelly songs. Exactly. Then why is you canceling uh, cater to you? Like he wasn't grinding on children. So you talking I mean, really. I'm really like don't know like who who is the person who are the people what is the group that's saying this and these song needs to come down who is I don't it? No, they they on Black Twitter and they anonymous, but they just said yeah, that's the problem. Right. I just wanted to get y'all feeling on this because honestly, trolling. it's yeah, a little disturbing that people will come at you with little I mean, things like that. You probably think we we some old hags, but saying this, you know. We want to cater. I mean, what that word? I think the word is just being stretched because, like, gosh, I mean, don't you want to cater to your man and make him feel good? Because I want my man to cater to me. You know what I mean? Well, and I just think that there is no correlation between this song and slavery or this song and being a slave to anybody. There's just no correlation. I think someone might have, I think someone might have been. I think someone might have been joking and then someone else just went all the way with it. Right? I don't know. Don't know that. I angry because ain't nobody never cheated That's what I'm it's saying. Just, catering, it's not even worth a conversation. Catering, it seems like pleasure. Slavery is pain, whipping, and all that kind of shit involved. So, okay. you know, how, how do we get that mixed up? You know, how do we even relate that? This is this is kind of on your own will and accord. Slavery, you didn't have a, a choice. You know, that's something totally different. But you know, to eat- zero correlation, zero correlation. That's why they ass is hiding under the uh, anonymous because they don't want nobody to find them and slap the hell out of them for something so crazy. They don't even exist. Somebody just did this. That's what I'm saying. I just want. I just wanted to. You know, but look at all the attention it got. You know, just got a lot of attention, and the beehive. Let me tell you, the beehive swarmed because they didn't care. <laughs> they didn't care what they just like. Are you kidding? Because yeah. this, this is they don't care if it was related to slavery. They were. Well, I mean, because even if you look at, even if you look at the young ladies who sang the song, right? They were young when they when they sang the song, and Absolutely. you look at their evolution today. Didn't Beyonce just bust out some windows on her Lemonade album? So, I mean, apparently catering to you wasn't working. So she had to go get her back and start busting the windows out. So, you know, like, come on, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she got some publicity for it. So, you know, it's, I mean, it's... it's All news and good news. Right, 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 right. Everything I read about catering to somebody it got nothing to do with slavery. They provide food, drinks, and typically in a social event, and it ain't nothing right. about. That's why I said go look at making Ruth. a sandwich, being in the sun, right? And I think that we still forget at the end of the day. Everything ain't for everybody. You don't like it, turn it off and move on there to the next go. song. Then go That's on back to the Don't cater to your man. Don't cater to your man because. Oh, wait a minute. First, have a man. 
Hey, hey, who said that? Maybe they ain't got a man. You don't have to. He doesn't have that's to be a man the, to cater to him. That's a point. That's a point. Still go ahead and cater to him. People say that. You're going to be at your restaurant. You don't have a real man. A man worthy of being catered to, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, and uh, listen, and it should be a reminder. It's a reminder to me that I need to cater to mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, right. I know we're going we're gonna to get catered to this weekend. This is our little weekend here, right, fellas? Yeah. They won't forget us this weekend. They won't forget us this weekend. Yeah, well, we, we, we catch hell the other 11 months. <laughs> That'd be the one day they don't have nothing for us to do, right? That's just right. Be that one day. That's right. What, what, Father's Day, what you got for me? Well, you I'm just ain't got up. nothing to do today. That's right. You make so it you up. just. We mess around and listen to Black Twitter. We don't have nothing this, right. this Sunday. That's we ain't going right. to catch Rest, people on Restaurants Sunday. on Father's Day be wide open. Totally. I know, that's Can't get, get out there. I, I need you to start the grill for me on Father's Day. Handle grill, peanut butter and jelly in the order. That's what that's Y'all y'all supposed to be like, yeah, whatever, you know. Right. Absolutely, this king, is, uh, king, yes, king. We don't need to be king. angel titles, but we'll start the grill. But we'll start, the grill. <laughs> we'll start the grill. We don't need all those titles. But since we start talking about daddies, you know what? We're gonna start a little bit about um why we're here tonight. We're here to talk about dads and their roles as um, being the father figure to girls, you know? And um, we are so fortunate tonight to have three of you beautiful black men on the porch tonight to talk about your journey as being dads, you know? And every one of your journeys are different, you know? So um, we, we, we salute you. We salute you for being um, black men, taking care of your daughters, loving your daughters, um, and just, you know, being here and being transparent to tell us about um, what was it like to be that um, dad with a, a, a daughter. Because, you know what, let's be honest, half of the times you don't get a good rap. Half of the time, you know, you're looked upon in a negative way. But we're here today to... Um, shine upon you as what you are. Just like you said, Jay, the king. You know what I mean? You are the king. And we're proud to be a part, half of you. You know what I mean? Because we made um, the child. You know what I mean? Women made. But you guys are here and you you supported your um, your daughter. And it was a different journey. So we want to hear about it. So we want to start off with you, Jay, because you are, um, well, you know, one of our hosts. And you wanted to talk about um, your relationship with Toy, you know what I mean? And, yes, well, I, I appreciate that. I do, I do. And uh, as always, you know, it's always fun to be here on the porch and lay back and just have honest and transparent conversation. And so I have to, in being honest, tell you, you know, I'm ashamed to tell you, I was a bad dad, like straight up. I was a bad dad, you know, right out the gate. So it took a minute. I had to go to bad dad, bad dad rehab, you know, and, and turn that corner and, you know, work on that relationship with her. And I thank God because I was able to do that. But for a lot of years, I just wasn't ready for the responsibility. That's you know, okay. I wasn't, I just wasn't ready. It's just being straight up. And, you know, so it, it was a very, very hard time for her, um, you know, because 
children deserve both. You know, even if the relationship's not working out, they deserve the father as well as the mom. You know, so, you know, I, I was that bad dad, not trying to grab that responsibility, not trying to be there. So it took a lot out of me because you know that's your seed. You know, that's 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 your your blood. That's your child. Mm-hmm. So um thank God for transformation and, and renewing of my thank mind you. and my spirit and um you know putting forth the effort of listening to her and allowing the growth and the healing to take its pathway, you know, and not me trying to so direct it, you know, but um, having the relationship with her now as a grown woman, and she's now the the mother of my three beautiful grandchildren, which now one of my granddaughters has a, a, a son. So, yes, I'm a proud great-grandfather now. Wow. And, yeah, and it's really turned the corner. But it took me, um, you know, as I said, some humbling and listening and uh, being patient and understanding uh, that, you know, she's as a woman now is going to think differently than how I would think. And I have to allow that. I have to allow her to feel differently. I have to allow her to process it. And then that way there she can, you know, we can connect with her being genuinely who she is mm-hmm. based on our experiences. And so, you know, I didn't try to force it right away because it was a lot of years that I was not there. A lot of years. And those were rough times for her. It was a real rough times for her and her family. So she's really turned a corner, and I'm so proud of her. She got herself together. She's a businesswoman. She's uh, very stable down in New Bern, North Carolina. And again, you know, having my three beautiful grandchildren, you know, it's like that legacy, y'all. You know what I'm saying? That's that legacy that I'm so thankful that my daughter has provided for me, that she's given me. Um, because I'll tell you, you know, having a daughter is a blessing, right? You know, because I always say, women, you are the mothers of this earth. You really are. You know, you, you, you're the vessels of love and, and all of those good things. Um, however, as a man, you always wanted a boy. You know, you like, you, you, you like, man, I, I want, you know, I want a son, you know, one way, you know, just because you see other males that have a son. Right. You know, you, you're like, man, you know, if I had a son, name him after me. But I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world, you know. I love my daughter, and our relationship now has gotten, it's like turned into this best thing now. We communicate more. We hardly go a couple days now without talking to each other or texting each other. Um, You know, every time I'm in town now, you know, it's been a time when I would come in town and didn't always see her. I didn't, you know. But our relationship has come full circle, y'all. I'm so proud of that now that we really are closer. We really are family. And um, and I'm so proud and looking forward to I'm actually going to have my grandson up here with me for the summer wow. uh, for a while. My nine-year-old grandson. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's really exciting for me. So I don't want to take up a whole lot of time because, you know, again, you know, most of my, my, my parenting, I was a bad dad. You know, um, and so I'm um, happy from saying you're a bad dad because guess what? Well, well I'm just dad, saying being a dad is a journey. Sure, sure, sure. You just stated to us what your relationship is and what you're doing with Toy and your seed now and your legacy is a great one. 
So you and thank you, thank you. Have that title no more. So and I don't want to say it in in a regretful way. I'm saying it is though. I do that miss the journey. stories to to say, hey, you know, I was there in the first grade. I was there Absolutely. in the fifth grade when you first cheerlead yeah. or whatever. As those little precious moments of life, once they're gone, they're gone. In those developmental years, as young children, you know, having someone that's encouraging them when they're going through those things, and and then that span of life is so short, right? Because we grow up, and then you're an adult the rest of your lives. Thank God. But you know that period of time, it it comes and goes very very fast. So that's the part. Dad, dad, school, and I did. I did. Right. I did. Right. I graduated with honors. Yeah. I did. <laughs> but I thank God for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I do. You are testimony to anybody listening. If you don't think you can reinvent yourself and go never too late, and and I would say stop Amen. the bleeding. You know. That's what I mean? right. And, and and take your young one or take your 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 teenager or take your adult and say, you know what, I'm your dad and I'm gonna be here for you. You are perfect. That's right. Perfect. And it's never too late. Thank you for that, Kimmy. That's yeah. right. Because it's never too, never late. too late for anybody listening out there that's struggling uh, with the relationship with your your children. It's never too late. You can take baby steps, and that's what we did. And we had a breakthrough, we had that moment where we put everything on the table. And we discussed it and, and and we grew from that moment and we both have had that forward thinking love and, you know, development of a relationship now. So that, I'm very, very thankful for that. Really. Am. So it's I'm never grateful. too late. Anybody listening, yeah. never too late. I'm grateful that she was receptive to you to, to be able to have that relationship because that is the problem for those, adult, you know, adult children and parents. Right. They're not receptive. They're so busy talking about what they didn't have that they're losing out on what they could have. Right. And right. hard to let that pass go. So I'm so glad that she was receptive to you and you all were able to get past that. So that's a blessing. Yes, yes. And, and I want to say this and I, I just want to say to all the listeners, anybody out there that may be wanting to have that breakthrough with your child, when you come, when you put it on the table, allow them to express their feelings, allow them to go ahead and say to you what it is they're feeling and let them tell you unfiltered. Okay. And let them be honest with you folks, because I'm going to tell you when my daughter had a breakthrough, she gave me a 30, 40 second verbal assault that was vicious. You know, I mean, vicious. And I had to take it though. I had to take it. You know, I didn't stop her. I let her get it out. So when you get to that moment, and you say, I'm going to open that door. Now let's build a new relationship. Allow them that. And you watch what will happen. You know, it, wow. it will get better. It will get better. Baby steps. You know, that's what I had to take. So I'm thankful for that. Yeah. For real. Yeah. She's thankful to it. Because yes, yes, yes. She got to speak her piece. And yes. y'all are both good for it. Because look where you're That jump was vicious, though. I was like, damn. Can I tell you a secret? Can I tell you a secret real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Little girls got a special heart, a special place in their heart for their daddies. They do. Oh, yeah. So as long oh, as yeah. you don't mistreat us, we go, what, daddy, what? Well, let me right. tell you. Let me tell you. I When I listen to you, Jay, and, and then I'm, you, sit you up next on the porch. When I listen to you, Jay, and, and out of everybody sitting here, Chauncey knows me the best. And, and when I tell you, my dad is gone. And 
I love my dad beyond any measure. And my yeah. dad was a hard person and he 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 was tough to the bone. But I would not replace that relationship for nothing in the world. In Amen. the world. Right, right. That's where you get your toughness from, Kim. You get yeah. your toughness from your dad. <laughs> Yes, she do. Yeah. We had a fight. My dad told yeah, me, right, right. Not those dads. You know what I mean? She was like, don't let the pretty face fool you. I got a left hook. Yeah, I got a, look, like, a look, like, look like her mother and act like her father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Chauncey, Chauncey was my, was, we were neighbors. We, we shared the porch. We yeah, shared we the did. porch. That's right. <laughs> and I still, my dad, my dad would hardly speak. My dad was mean to people, but my dad had the, just had a, a heart of gold, and you know, yeah, he really did. He, mm-hmm. and, but I'm telling you, Dad, like, like you said, Celeste, you can't replace that. You know what I mean? So I'm hats oh, off, I'm glad, y'all, I'm glad that y'all have that because when I hear you I, say that, I want to break out in tears because I can, I would give my left arm and leg just to hug my dad today. I'm telling you, just. Right. But I'm thankful. I'm thankful that God gave me my dad in the time we had. So you know what? Amen. No one can ever take that away. So Fitz, that's right. That's right. You up next. Tell us. You got three. You like my grandma used to say. I hope nobody gets suspended. You got three splits. So how you? Yes. Doing? Yes. I have. I, you know, I'm blessed. I have three daughters, right? Mm-hmm. And um, they all have different attitudes. You know, and it's, it's it's really strange. But I remember who you pissed off. You got three daughters. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are their ages, Fitz? What are their ages, um, bro? Let's see, 33, 28, and um, just turned 19. Wow. And they're Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, that was like, but yeah, you know, I was fortunate, but you know, when my first, when I first found out my first, uh, my, the baby mama was pregnant. You know, I hadn't been with her, but I knew it was my baby. And I was sitting home, I was young, you know, 18. And I was waiting for my mom to come home because I had punched a hole in her wall because I was stupid. And um, she came home and um, she saw that hole in her wall. And she was more mad about that hole in her wall than she was about Teresa being pregnant. And I was like, so what am I going to do? She said, um, you're going to take care of that baby. Right. And, and and that's what I've been doing all these years, you know. Um, all three of them. They're, um, it's, it's like the oldest one, I spent a lot of time with her. She was with me all the time. She was always under. And um, she grew up just like me. So she's really, really strong. So she never needs anything. You know, the middle one, she's good. Her mom gives her everything, so she never needs anything. But my youngest one, she's just like cash out crazy, right? <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I'll tell her no more, no more. And she'll still send me a cash out. But, you know, I love her. I love her. And That's I'll why I hate anything. cash out, uh, yeah, just for yeah. the record. But just to see them grow up, you know. You know, I see when she was little, I remember um, we were getting ready to go somewhere. And I was playing with her with a balloon. She was a little girl. And um, I threw the balloon and she turned around and she tripped and she hit her eye on the corner of the wall and split her out. And mm. I, I could have died. Mm. You know, I remember that. You know, that's that love thing. So, wow. um, yeah, I've been really blessed. And um, the youngest one right now, she's 19. And I got to say nothing. It's like one of those times, you know, it's like, wow, I sent her to college, she came back and it's been like, wow, she's 19. I'm like, Kaylin, you're not grown till you've grown. You know, for real, because somebody told them they were grown. And it's not just her. It's all her little friends. They're totally different than my oldest daughter and my middle daughter. You know, this, these kids these days, 
I can't figure it out. But you know, I've learned not to try to figure it out. That was the problem. You know, I just let it. I just sit back and watch. As long as she okay, I'm good. Just talk to me. But we can talk about everything, and that's the main thing. You have to be able to talk to them. You know, you can't talk at them. Yeah. You know, you got you right. So they'll talk to you. I told my daughter, you can tell me anything, anything, Mm -hmm. and I have to be ready for that. Right. When she tells me anything. But that's the only way we're going to make it because I don't need her hiding things. Right. You know, I don't need right. to be guessing because... They play. They right, because I, I love her too much. You know, I, 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 tell, I try right. to tell her. Nobody loves you like your mother and then me. And I just give her mother that because that's her mother. Mm-hmm. But I know I love her more. <laughs> you know, for real. <laughs> I know I do. I know I do. But I'm saying, you know, you love something like that, it's, it's mad. You know, I mean, we don't live for ourselves. Anymore. But I'm glad she grew <laughs> You over there, you over there showing off your beard. Every time you talk, we get hit on your beard. Yeah, yeah your mic's on your beard, bro. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. It's, it's off now. It's no, it's all over. It's been on my head. It's been, I'm not making a circus and whatnot, you yeah, know, yeah, doing all kind of wow. things with it. You know, that's what she's doing. <laughs> but no, wow, um, I got a quick wow. question. I got a quick yeah. question. Uh, uh, do the girls run you or, you or are you in charge? No, um, they think they run me. No, they no, I, no, 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 because when my foot goes down, they'd be like, oh, my God, who is that? I don't that? think it's a bad thing. I no, it's not. Daddy, my daddy let me run in. But, you know, I'd rather them call me, you know, than me depending right, on somebody right, else. Right. You know, some cruddy person, you know, I'm like, okay. And I, I, I do fight it. I try. I try not to. You know, you try not to, but you, what are you going to do? You know? So let me ask you this, though, Fitz. Let me ask you this. You say 33, 28, if I heard you right, mm-hmm. and 19. So the 33 and 28 were close, in, they're close enough in age range. They may have been in the house at the same time. Well, right. I, no, I ain't what? finished. This is three different women. Oh, three. Oh, three. Oh, 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 oh okay. Yeah. Oh, that's what's right. Okay. That's what's up. So, but hold up. My point I was going to make, though, was so you did the. <laughs> Where the head at? Where the head at? <laughs> yeah, it seems like, I mean, like you listening to too much Phyllis Hyman. <laughs> yeah, and you know it, right? Yeah. But for it's, real, but that—that's the thing about it, you know. You do it a lot I, of I get along. I get along with all the moms. You know, I get yeah. along with all of them. You know, I was never cruddy to them. I always gave them everything. We just couldn't get along because my hat was somewhere. <laughs> it was a stone. It was. I, I don't know. I don't know why I did it. I'm, I'm innocent. I tell you. You say y'all get along. You say y'all. You say y'all get along now, but you didn't get along. No, then. we got. We got. We got along the whole time. We we came. Me. I, um. I don't know what's but wrong. You did. Me, but I'm like this. I'm like, look. We, 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 I'm like, we too young to be arguing all the time about nothing. So why are we arguing? I mean, we friends. Let's just become friends. Let's be friends and move on. We just ain't right for each other. I'll support you in your ventures. And they supported me. So they were able to call me if something was going wrong or they needed something. And I was there for them. We weren't hating each other. And that's how I live my life. I mean, that's just how it is. And that's how it was. And um, I get along with them. And um, they're good mothers, you know. Uh, But, you know. mm -hmm. So my question, though, was going to ask you, was your daughter younger? Were you ever that father be like, yo, nah, don't even mess with him? I don't even like him coming down. Oh, I don't oh, even oh, mess oh, with him. Oh, 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 yeah. like, you know, I got to let me go get that shot good. No, I was always cool. You know, I would talk okay, to you. He was a cool dad. You yeah, cool I still dad. am. I'll sit there and talk to him. Give him, give him the chance. But see, because see, I have, I, I don't have a middle. I'm either nice or mean. So I try to be nice. I got you. I got you. Oh my God. Right, yes. right. It's, what's, what's your alter ego name? Donald. Donald. And you don't want Donald to show up. That's my middle Donald. name. 
Okay, so Donald Shemequa, Cousins. Nice. Yeah. Donald sounds nice. Donald's Shemequa, my Shemequa yeah. is my evil twin, so I feel you. Yeah, and he'll, he'll show up. Oh, he'll wow. show, when you start messing with Fitz, he'll show up. He'll just push Fitz out of the way, and it's on. You know, but, that, right. but that's why I give them that. I'm, I let them know. I'm like, hey, you cool? I'm, you come in here, sit down, watch TV and everything. But when you mess up, you got to go. You know, that's it. I'm done with you. I got you. you know, I'm done with you. I'm very proud because I've known you a long time, Fitz, and I've known you and your daughters. And I will say that you are an awesome dad as well. And yeah. yeah. So you do what you do. And, and I will say, especially for your baby girl. I'm oh, man. The two wearing a Tina Turner shimmy dress. Um, yep. Putting on wigs. And yep. Yeah, she's, you know, she's a. Right. She's a big girl, yeah. She's a grown woman now. So it's, it's tough, but you, you love them. Yeah, you love them. And, um, you did very well. So, you know, hats off to both of you gentlemen. And now we're going to talk to Terrence because yes. um, Terrence gets um, a lot of our attention because not that, you know, Jay and Fitz haven't done a, a, a fabulous job, um, but I think that we want to really think about what um, Terrence has done. Terrence has um, raised his daughter as a single parent, you know, um, and that's a little bit out of our norm because, you know, as I said in the beginning, am I not saying this um, truthfully? Do we not give men a bad rap half of the time when we talk about single parents because it's a lot focused on the moms? I think it's a little bit more like three quarters, actually. Absolutely. And Terrence, um, you know, we want to know your story. You know, um, tell us about your journey. Tell us how you became a parent. Well, we know how you became a parent. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. You know how you became a Yeah, the backseat of the Jeep. Oh, no, 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 it was a parent. What song was that again? She was catering to yeah. him, and then, you know, they, 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 yeah. they, the baby got here. So, you know, tell us a little bit about, um, tell us your daughter's name, and tell us a little bit about your journey. My daughter's name is Tashayla, and it's really a variation of her, um, her mother's name is Tasha. Mm-hmm. So we kind of, you know, came up with that name. Uh, um, and um, I'm a little bit different from Jay because I actually wanted a girl. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, so that was one thing. That was the, the first thing, you know, that was, you know, if, I mean, when honestly, when I first found out her mom was pregnant, uh, we weren't together anymore. So that was like, at that time, was kind of like the worst news ever. Wow, yeah, y'all were broke up. Yeah, 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 we, we wasn't getting along. Uh, you know, once I found that out, we, we kind of came together. Um, she had some, uh, after, my, after my daughter was born, she had some difficulties. Um, and so I think right around six months, uh, I started, I had to take, you know, I had to, I started, you know, um, bringing her, bringing her to my house more often. And then eventually I got custody of her when she was about, matter of fact, right after her first birthday. So we've been together since she was wow since she was about she was an infant seven months old exactly wow and um and it's a 
it, it, it's it's the journey. It's a process. It's um it's learning on the job. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That. So sometimes you know, like when I listen to Jay speak, and a lot of times it's not necessarily about being a bad dad. Sometimes, especially with with my situation, you know, there was a lot of things you know that were unknown, and I was, you know. I was happy at one point, you know, because I was 30 and I was kind of thinking I will never have no kids, probably. But so it it's more of a, you know, like you 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 just learn it. And um you you gotta first if you got that love in your heart, you know, um for your child. And that's when when I listen to Jay, even if it's a circumstance where you're for whatever reason not being a great dad or or not uh or not being there for them or whatever. I, I just look at it as most of us, and I know you know people be like, oh, you gotta plan your child and this and that or whatever, but you never know at what point in your life that's gonna happen. And contrary yeah. to what a lot of people may think, just having a child it may change you as a person mentally, maybe a little bit, you know, you, you have those emotional roller coasters, but it don't change your circumstance, whatever your circumstance, right, was, word. Right. Your circumstance was before you had that child is still there. So it's important how you work through whatever circumstances was there and dealing with your child at the same time you know, and trying to be that that father. So what I did was recognize that, okay, I'm pretty much alone as far as um, as far as my household and my circumstance. So I had to lean more on family. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, like they say, it, it take a village, even friends, you know, I mean, I was doing, I was working for a heating and air company and I was a service guy. So I was a guy who, who worked late in the evening. So I had a good okay. friend who worked there too. Who would, when he got off, go scoop Shay up from daycare and take her to her aunt's while I was at work? So you know, and and obviously you got to have people that you trust, you know, and right, right, do certain things, and um, and and you got to be, you know, and that's throughout. Like Jay was saying, you're listening to them, you know, for your your child when they get grown. Look, you can vent on me, whatever, but you also got to listen to other people, and that's what helped me, you know, through the years and still now, like I had to like open my ears up. And when I'm sitting down and listening to to somebody and they're telling me like, I mean, I can, I can remember a time where, you know, and it's not that significant, but you know, I, when my daughter was first born, I used to go out and buy uh, her all like designer stuff. I mean, you talking about a baby, you know, right. top right. all this stuff and her honestly, right. You know, Terrence, um, I know you're trying to be a good father and everything, but do you know how fast kids that yeah, grow out of that? That's right. right. Yeah. She can't even wear it next season. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. So and she was like, you know, so um, you're buying that for somebody else because mm. in a couple months, they're going to have that. You don't have to wow. And that's something. Right. So, so like, you know, just things, things like that were um, just just being able to listen to people and, and, and pay attention and you know, I, I had my moments, you know, but, you know, um, I, I just, I, I guess I just got to go back to, it's, you know, the way I was brought up. Um, um, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't live with my biological mother past the age of three. I actually lived 
with a woman who took in me, my brother, and my sister because my my uh, mother was dealing with substance abuse. So I I had already learned from her what it means to you know have somebody's life in your hands and you know um, um, take them in and, and be responsible for them. And you I mean this is a woman that at that time she was fifty eight years of age in the seventies and she took in wow. three year old. Um, my sister was uh, five and my brother was like six or seven and she 58 years old retired from Riverside Hospital all three y'all small right exactly so seeing that and being around that and and, and having somebody like that is just so inspirational as far as you know how I moved in life so um, when my daughter came it wasn't really hard for me to just because that's what I saw in her I mean she would bend over backwards just out of love and and um, do things for us and make sure that we were okay, you know, until she she passed when I was 16. Um, and that was a rough part of my life. But, you know, at the same time, uh, going through all that stuff is is really what, what helps me, you know, with my daughter. And time goes by fast. So that's another good... Yeah, right, right. Yeah. They grow up quick, don't they? So that's another good right. point to bring up. Like time, like you have to take advantage of every moment that you have with your child, especially you know, um, being being a father. Because sometimes <laughs> I used to just, I would, I would kind of like sometimes waste a little bit of time because I'm still like in la la land. Like, how did I get? You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't believe it. So I look at my daughter right now and she's 16 and I look at she's a she's beautiful. You know, I, I see her driving. I see her doing certain things. And I'm still like, that's not my child. How <laughs> did this happen? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. Let me ask you a question, Terrence. I'm going to ask you a couple of them. OK, so everybody knows because um, some women even struggle with this, too. What did you do? Because I know you had a, a good. Um, support system, family and friends. So did you learn how to do hair yourself? Yeah, I sure did. Oh, okay. okay. I did my daughter hair all the way up into the time where she actually needed a hairdresser because it started to get, you know, a little bit where, where she was at the age where she couldn't wear the little girl hairstyles no more. Okay. Um, and even now, sometimes, you know, I, I flat out, she's 16 and I'll still, she'd be like, I need you to flat out my hair or I need you. You know, not as much because, you know, it, a lot of times I'd be tired at night, but things like that. I mean, and wow. And I, I and I will say this. It, it really and I know it shouldn't take something like that for, for that to happen, but it really gives you a, a greater perspective when it comes to women, whether single women or raising children, because. I'm going to tell you, like, you know trying to go to the mall with my daughter. And I used to call, she was, I used to call her the um, track star because if she felt any looseness in your hand or anything like that, she would break away, take off run, you know, or, I mean, she, you know, like she just liked to sprint, like all the time you be in the mall, she'd be taking off. So, you know. So I you lost to- her a few times. <laughs> <laughs> so Exercise. <laughs> You got the baby carrier and, and you know, Exercise, you, yeah. Yeah. you got to keep an eye on them. Right. And it, so it, it definitely gives you a, a better perspective, you know, as far as what um, what single moms go through and, uh, 
you know, I, I so I, I definitely, you know, um, take my hat off to to any mother raising the kids on their own. We take our hat off to you because it's not exactly mother's job; it's a parent's job, and you did the job, and you're still doing the job. So hats off to you. So tell me, tell me one thing: what did you find as your most challenging part of raising your daughter? The most challenging part, I will say, having relationships. Uh, that's been kind of challenging because my my daughter is a real, my daughter just started to realize maybe just within the last year that um, I might need somebody other than her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Right, right. Very good good observation. Gonna be good. Up until this point, you know, if you bring somebody home, you know, or they it don't really last too long because they like your daughter hates me. And I'm like, right. I can't say that. I'm feeling you. Wow. Wow. Because I like you. Just because I like you, she hates me. Wow. Like right. I see the look that she gives me. So, you know, come on. I'm like, Shay, mm-hmm. you know, like, you don't need her anyway. You got me. Right. You plan her hair? Look. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you know, that's interesting. Man, that's, that's. That's that's really interesting though, T. Listen to you say that because your relationship with her from from infancy, you know, throughout, you know, you and her being together, your bond, and and that transition is she's getting older, and then not wanting to let her dad go, but now she's getting to that point in her life where she's uh, like, and it, it's it's definitely you know something that. I understand because, and I know we don't have a lot of time, this could be for another time, but, you know, a lot of times the system don't really give fathers the respect that they deserve Mm -hmm. when it comes time to stepping up and trying to support their kids and taking, I went, yeah, I I went through a a time before I got custody of her where I had to battle with the city of Suffolk just to get custody of my own daughter. Right, right, right. Could you say that again for the listeners in the back, please? Right. That we don't get the support. I mean, yeah. Systematically. You know, and historically, I've looked a little bit younger than what, you know, maybe people thought I was. So back when I was 30, I probably looked like a little boy. I don't know. But um, for some reason, it just didn't seem to think that. You know, they, they wanted to. And, and it's weird to go into court to change custody of your child from joint to um, to sole uh, custody and come out of the courtroom with no custody and have basically what happened was, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I wasn't too savvy with the system or whatever, what, whatever had went on in um uh, you know, like I say, it's it's something, you know, a topic for the other day as far as like mental health with her mom and different things. But we get back to the place and they like, Mr. Taylor, we just need you to sign some documents. And I'm like, OK. Uh, it was like, let let your daughter play. She during that time, she's only some months old. She goes in that room and, and, and my my daughter was was at that time, like you couldn't separate her from me. Like I couldn't even go to work unless somebody like distracted her or she would just go nuts you know what i'm saying like 
So, um, so I go in the in the room and I'm talking to one of the uh, workers, and they's like they gonna put Shay in the other playroom. And as I'm talking to her, she started talking like in the future tense order. Well, we just need to talk about what you need to do as far as getting your daughter back. And I'm like, what do you mean get my daughter back? My daughter is here. And I'm like, hold on, is she? So I run out of the room and go look. And they done took her out of a back door. Uh-uh. And this Whoa. man, I'm not in court for no type of crime, <laughs> nothing like that. I'm just in the legalized custody of my child that I've already got with me. So who took her? The CPS workers took my child. Wow. Out of a back door. And wow. it was another three months before I saw her again. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, wow. That's not... Wow. I wow. literally had to, at that time, Ooh. I mean, I, I had, it, it was desperation. Like, it, and like I say, it's that that's something that you know we could talk about that it, it would because the stuff that those people put me through is like some made for tv movie stuff like i wouldn't wish that on nobody but i literally had to pay some high power lawyers to go over there and almost topple that city bring turn that city upside down to bring my daughter home and it should have never gotten to wow. that you know what I'm saying? Wow, bro. Well, now you know why. Now you know why that baby don't want nobody to have you. Right. So right. that that you that's, that's, you? that's my point. Like she has separation anxiety. Like right. since then. Man, that's a good man right there. I wouldn't let you come. Wow. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this much. You know, um, every trial and tribulation that we go through always brings us to the point where it strengthens us to be who we are, you know? And I don't know you personally, Terrence, but I can tell that you are a really good dad. You know, um, your daughter is um, growing up in a really good, well-foundationed home. And, you know, again, we salute you. We salute you for everything that you do for, not just for your daughter, but what you represent to other fathers who are on who's on the same course to raise their daughters as a single parent you know because you um you just said you had to get high power lawyers you know some people give up you know what i mean some people say i can't do that you know maybe i'll just get visitation rights and see her wherever she's at but you didn't do that you 16 years deep and and she's uh now she questioning who you gonna mess with okay because guess what she she mama you know what i mean she yeah. she she gonna look out for you because you know like I always said you gonna ready to be on the other side of the curtain and she gonna have to look out for you because you gotta, gotta watch out unbreakable bond. So and on the flip side of that too, um, you know, and I hate to deal in negativity and stuff, but sometimes there's je- there's jealousy there. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, I, I've seen times where I've met females and it's almost like they feel like they in competition with my child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't even present myself like that, but it's like I might say something to them and they might say, you know, um, well, why don't you ask your daughter to do that? Because she Miss Queen, she don't do nothing, you know, or something like that. Well, you don't need them anyway. You don't, yeah. Escort them to the front door and tell right. them the life. Exactly. Because yeah, exactly. that's not going to work. 
So, Lexus stays love. Yeah, Lexus stays love. Yeah. So it's been it's been challenging, you know, but I'm, I'm pretty She's always gonna be in your party of life. They not. So see, a real they, woman would understand that. They wouldn't be threatened by that. Exactly. Right. They'd appreciate that. Yeah. I was gonna say, man, I, I'm I'm just like incredibly proud of you, T. Um, and I'm I'm glad I know you, brother. This is this is one of my very close friends, y'all. This is my dude for real. You know, people say that about somebody, but this is somebody where we sit down in each other's houses, we go places, we I mean one on ones, we do them kind of one on ones. And I've watched you raise your daughter, man. I've watched your resilience and how you stood tall and you shown love and you provided, man, and given her a life, brother, that she is 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 now about to flourish and you'll see your legacy through her and it's like like they said she's gonna be very protective of her daddy she's daddy's girl she is daddy's girl but brother you the epitome man of 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 fighting for your family and doing what you have to do to take care of that family man you didn't turn and ran you know you 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 turn all that pain into purpose brother and I'm just incredibly proud of you for that, T. And I'm glad I know you, man. And you still, as I always tell you, man, you still inspire me. And I always feel better every time I talk to you, man. That's real talk, man. That's real talk there. And you invested in your family. You, you, you invested. That's what investing in your family means. Mm-hmm. You invested in your daughter. And you will reap the benefits of that. She will reap the benefits of you investing in her. And Absolutely. she will be a, exactly. a stronger woman because of it. She will be a stronger woman because you have loved her. You have supported her. Um, and you were the best girl dad you could be. <laughs> Let me tell you what's going to happen. She's not going to end up with no buster. Because you have treated her like a lady. And a queen. A queen. And that guy is going to have to be up here. Right, right. Right, you know, it's and, awesome. No shenanigans coming that way. You, 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 because I, I try to lead her more by example. That's right. But a lot of times, talking, oh, you better get this dude, or you better get that dude. A lot of times, that don't work. Some that doesn't work. Yeah, no, no, no. They but what, what she feels, she don't but I do confront it from you is a wrap, right? right she don't have to worry about comparison because you already showed the example. There is no comparison. And, uh-huh. you know, before we wrap up, um, I just want to say this much and give everybody to do, uh, you know, one final call. You know, Terrence, one thing that you have and you definitely brought attention to is that um, showing example is everything. Words is just nothing. You know what I mean? You, you walked the walk and you did the talk um, more than you basically gave us a speech in the ceremony. You you showed us that, you know, you sacrificed for your daughter. You did whatever you had to do, um, fight the law, you know, be there for her, not just in namesake, but an example. You know, she's 16 years old and, you know, you're going to have your place where you have your companionship and she's right there by your side. But I can't say enough. Like Jay said, I, I mean, I know you and Jay are friends, but you are so commendable to anybody who may be um, feeling wary of raising their child. You know what I mean? Um, 
I, I have to say this because Chauncey is on here and Chauncey's son. Um, and Chauncey, I don't know if you really want to, if you want to talk about this, but I always think about Chauncey's son. She raised, he raises um, his little girls. And I, I think she should commend him too, because that is a job that, um, you know, a lot of people may not take up. And guess what? Some women don't take up mm. these jobs and we give a lot of women a lot of credit. Right. But guess what? Yeah. It's men like you, men like Chauncey's son. You know, it's a whole bag of men out there that are stepping up. So while yeah, when I sure. do Brown Rob and Chauncey, you girl know, dads, girl dads. You. <laughs> you know, I, I think that we should we should shout it to the mountaintop about men. And and wait a minute, let me not stop. Cause Celeste son, Celeste son, you Celeste, you sitting there looking at me, said a damn word. What the hell? Oh no, I know. I, I, I'm thinking about it because. When, you know what, what I was going to say to you, Terrence, and to the other gentlemen on the panel, the the guys, and I'll say boys, because at that time they were boys, are bringing the babies home. They are. They brought they the baby home to yeah, me. I'm like, yeah, oh, this is a big difference. The ladies right. trying to live their life, and the men are saying, all right, mm-hmm. I got this. They all right, and that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Shout out to all the young brothers out there, fathers holding it down. Shout son, out to all Terrence, the listeners. I'm my son like this. Well, that's what happened. That's what happened with me. Yeah, that's what happened with me. And my son was a freshman in college and had his first daughter. And of course, it wasn't an expectation. And, um, you know, he, he stepped up and he did the right thing. But then 11 months later, he had number two. So I have two granddaughters that are Irish twins, as they call them, because they are less than a year apart. And so with that being said, um, you know, he said to me, well, I guess I'll, you know, in his frustration, I'll just have to leave school. And I said, no, sweetheart, you got a two piece. (laughs) Leave school. (laughs) You have to continue your education. You can't let it go. Now, what you will do is you will continue to work while you're in school. And he did just that. And he, he tried to make it work with their mother and it, it, it wasn't going to work. And he took responsibility. He got his own place because those first couple of years, they were always with us. And so me and my daughter and he was working and going to school and, you know, he was doing it all. And I was just like, wow. And he got his own place and they are now the oldest just turned 11 and the middle daughter turned 10 and he's got now has a two-year-old as well so he's got three girls and he's 30 and so but he is an awesome dad he is the best dad and so I have seen men in my life be great fathers to their daughters Um, I have a great father um, that I don't get to see as much because he lives in a different part of the country, but he was a wonderful example to me and my siblings. And um, we get our work ethic from him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and even my husband, two girls, did everything in the world for them. And to see them now, they're 32 and, and 26, you know, and they come to him, they come to him for advice. They they come to him to share what's going on in their world and what's going on in their life. Doesn't mean that they love their mother any less, but the combina- but the, the relationship that they have with him is very, very special. 
And so um, I commend all of you because, again, it's not how you start, but how you finish. Amen. um, You know, it's it's not easy. It's not easy for us mothers. Um, We do it. We do what we have to do. And like I told my son, it's not that I don't commend him because I do. But I don't let his head get too big either because I have to let him know and bring him back down to earth. You ain't doing nothing we mothers haven't already done. Okay. He is is a product of a divorced home and all of that. But my heart is full because, you know, he'll say to me, I saw that you were willing to do whatever you had to do for us. So therefore, I'm willing to do whatever I have to do for them. Absolutely, and so that is parents do. That's what parents do. Lesson, right, right. And so when Terrence, when Terrence shared his story of his surrogate mother, and who she was, and how she stepped up the plate, and she took three siblings. You know how sometimes they try and break them up, Mm -hmm. but she took all three of them. He had an example of what love is. He had an example of what you do to take care of your responsibilities and sometimes not even yours. And you still love them and you nurture them. So that whole argument between nurture versus nature and which one wins out, you just never know. But we take a chance every time. And the nurturing that his surrogate mother gave to him is the same love that he turned around and gave back to his biological child. And that's just a blessing. I found that fascinating, too, you know, listening to you share that part that how you remembered the experience of love that you drew from in in your resilience and raising your daughter, as you were saying, that you were able to learn from that. That was amazing. I mean, just absolutely amazing. You know, well, I hope society catches up to this because I'm going to tell you, when my son first came to me and said, I want my baby, I, 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 I thought to myself, I don't even know how we're going to do this. And we got through it. But you're right, Terrence. It was a struggle because it doesn't sound not natural for you to say the mom is not going to step up and we have to step right. up. Right. So it wasn't natural and it was hard. Um, and I remember telling my son that, like Chauncey said, I said, you know, you're going to have to quit your job and take, you're going to have to do it, not step up. And he did with no hesitation. Um, so I just wanted to share this with you guys. Uh, and I'm going to tell you each the same. Last year, I spent the time calling each one of the men that are in my life that are good parents, that, good, that are good fathers. And I told them, I said, I love you and I support you. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm here for you. And they were crying on the phone like, nobody's ever called me. Like, not the happy fathers, they little mean. It was like, bro, I see you. And I see what you're doing. And I love you. And guess what? I'm here for you. And I'm telling each and one, each of you, from the bad school to the new school to wherever school, we love you guys. We need you. We're great moms, but we're nothing without you. Like our daughters, our sons, they need you. So I commend you and I salute you. Thank you. I'm emotional now. I'm emotional. It doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen often. Ditto. Ditto here. Yeah, that's awesome. I almost cried when Terrence was talking, but I, you know, I'm too cute for that. I ain't gonna do that. Uh, that's right. I hear you. I hear you. I gotta keep it together. <laughs> but each one of your stories just really touched me, just simply because. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. It touched me just because um, I, each one of you sound like you're a different part of who 
my own father was and the men in my life. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's not your father. Sometimes it's your uncle. Sometimes it's even your grandfather, right? So you just never know. But I thank you for stepping up to the plate and doing your part. Mm -hmm. And um, we'll all benefit from it. All of our kids, all of our our legacy, our grandchildren. Um, I've always been a firm believer that sometimes fathers become better grandfathers because the investment is a little different and they're able to correct their mistakes from fatherhood. Yes, exactly. And so to see them as grandfathers is is so beautiful. Great point. Because they know what they did wrong and now they're willing to correct it. Mm -hmm. Jay, yes, your closing. Oh, wow. Again, Fitz, thank you for your short story um, and, and T. I know T, you didn't really say anything about like your daughter. She's not, she's still young. I don't know if she's dating anybody or not, but okay, I'll tell y'all a, I was just tell y'all a quick story because, you know, I asked you, Fitz, he was like the cool dad, but I was yeah, not. I was, yeah, I was cool I'm dad. You, I was not because uh, one time my daughter pulled up to the vehicle. I know, I'm just saying closing remarks. <laughs> Closing remarks. Thank you. All right, thank you. Back in. We didn't learn that part. Wusa, Okay. Wusa. Closing remarks, brothers. Um, much respect, man. Um, all the fathers out there, much respect. Shout out to all the fathers out there holding it down, doing their thing, doing what they have to do as men uh, because the children didn't ask to come here. So listening to y'all stories, it's inspirational. You know, continue to keep doing what you're doing, pouring that love into them because that's our legacy. 100 yeah. years from now, nothing else is going to matter but the legacy that you leave. Right. So, uh, fellas, I appreciate that. As always, you know, being on the porch here tonight, it was a great, great, uh, awesome time, man. Much respect, fellas. Yeah. And ladies, and ladies. Get us, and you know, Jay, just before we let Fitz have their closing remarks, you made a good point where when we think about um, you guys, and I, this is to all of you, um, and I'll do my closing remarks after everybody does that. But I, something that you said that hit hit home, um, when you speak of us women, you guys are raising women, you know? So you are raising what you want to put out there, what you want to date, what you want, you know, you're raising the future generations. You see what I'm saying? You're raising what you will, what men are going to date, you know what I mean? You're raising what you talk about now, you know what I mean? In in retrospect, think about that. You see what I'm saying? What you say that you don't want to tolerate is what you're raising. You know what I mean? What you're saying is, is what you want to see in a woman is what you're raising. You know what I mean? So when you say the different things that you say about women, this is the the, the little girl under your 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 belt, the, the young woman under your belt. Is what you raise, you know what I mean? And the same thing that you said, instead of talking to him, like you said, Terrence, seeing what you do is what she's seeing, and they're marrying it, you know what I mean? Because me, Chauncey, and Celeste, we all talk about our daddy relationship, it makes a big difference. And this is the impact of the world. So, Fitz, what is your closing remark? Well, Terrence, thanks for being such a strong young man. That's that's very strong what you did. Um, my closing remarks is a uh, you know, I looked at Kay and I said, wow, in 10 years, she's going to be 18 and and it's done. And, and you know, you, you think you got time, but it, it goes so fast, mm-hmm. you know, and, and now it's upon me. And I'm like, wow, it just went so fast. But yeah, <clears throat> it's a real love. That's what it is. 
you know, you know, you have people tell you they love you that you know don't know or somebody meet and fall in love with or whatever they say they love. You. It's not that kind of love. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it's true love. Your kids are true love. That's that's how it is with me. Absolutely. And I spoil them, and I'm a softy. You know, so they get everything. Terrence, in your closing remarks. Um. Yeah. I uh. I really appreciate being here. First of all. Um, and uh, listening to all the, the voices. And, uh, uh, but I'm always in great company whenever I'm around Jake, anyway. Um, Appreciate you, brother. That's that's always. Uh, and uh, I guess what I want to say is, it, it, it's, and, and, I'm, and I'm still learning how to accept praise for being a father, to be honest. Because it's one of those things where you, you think it, you you like, well, man, you know, every dad should do what he's supposed to do for a child or every, you know, so I'm hoping that maybe one day, I mean, and, and, and we, you know, just like mothers, we all need to appreciate. And I think somebody went to last said about making a phone call and, you know, on Father's Day and not just getting the group text where you say, hey, happy Father's Day and just seeing it to everybody and all that kind of stuff. So um, I'm hoping that, you know, it it does become a time where yeah, we can still do those things and and um, honor dads and mothers and you know say those things, but at the same time, have what we're talking about right now be so commonplace, you know, that it it won't necessarily be the headline topic. You know what I'm saying? You know, right? Got gotcha. you. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So it it won't. It won't. Right. It'll still be important and it'll still be up there. So. Um, so I, I appreciate, you know, all of that. And, um, you know, it's something that is, if we continue to do stuff like this, then maybe, you know, it, it will become more, more commonplace because it is, I'm, just, I'm not even like, it does. Sometimes it's embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for other guys. When, right. when I, I really, right, right. Like, oh, y'all dudes need to step up and do this more. Exactly. Yeah. It's not being a deadbeat, man. It, exactly. But Terry, you, the stepping up wasn't hard. You know what I'm saying? You did it effortlessly. That's right. a lot of work. See, that's why you can't take the compliment because to you, it's like, I'm supposed to do it. But that's major, what you did. That is major. I, major. I definitely understand. That's that. major. And every one of you guys that have your sons, and yeah. you know what? And I will say, my, my husband, he he raised his son from, even though she's not a, he's not a girl, but he raised his son from two months old because her, the mom was, was, I would say, was not able to raise and um, he raised his son from two two months old, you know, um, and you know it was not even a second thought, you know. And again, you know, um, you know, we we have discussions about this all the time. It's just that it was his responsibility. That's what he was supposed to do, you know. And it, she wasn't in the child in his son's life the whole entire time. And the, the bad thing about it, she had more kids, and you know that that was a a conversation that was constantly had to be um discussed with him but he was showered with love he was showered with love you know mm-hmm. so you know it's always um you know it's always a way to bring a child closure i would say um but you know doing your part shouldn't be something that you feel ashamed about those people that are not doing their part their asses should feel ashamed you know and they're usually the ones that's not feeling ashamed 
They always having a good day. Let me just say that. Excuses, you know. I know we talk about Terrence, but Jay, for you to go to bad daddy school and graduate. Right, major. exactly. Let me tell you, major. Yeah. Bouncing back, yeah. bouncing back. Oh, wow. Right, right. Major. 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 Yeah. In closing, you know, um, we want to say happy Father's Day to all the men in the world. Men. Happy Father's Day. All the fathers. Happy Father's Day. We're going to cater to you one day, though. Right. I know, right? At least, can we get a couple hours of being catered to on Sunday? Let me close this out. Once I get back. One second. Let me close this out. Because I think that, you know, fathers do not get the credit that they deserve. You know, Chauncey already said the, the restaurants will be open so we can take you out. You will have enough room because no one will book it up like they book it up for us. You know, I'm sorry about that. Maybe we'll work on that. But um, we want to give you credit and say you know, we love you, you know, and we couldn't have our children without you. You know, we know that the, the tide is turning, that you guys are really stepping up. Not to say that you never did, but because you did. Because guess what? That If you think about our, how our household used to be, our household used to be very solid. We need to move back to that. You know what I mean? We need to move back to making our household solid, especially the black family. We need to move back to having a cohesive family. And it starts with the conversations like we have here on the porch. You know what I mean? Talking about the good dads. You know what I mean? And we celebrate you today on Father's Day. So that's my spill. And I hope everyone enjoys their day. And I will say this, for all the people that's hating on Cater You, we're going to cater to dads today. <laughs> that's right that's right y'all that's right we love you and we give a shout out to you because you are the backbone of the family absolutely and continue on so again thank you terrence for joining us on the porch tonight we had an awesome yeah t Thank you for joining us on the porch tonight. We appreciate it. You know, you become the normal. You are a part of the family. And again, with all my co-hosts, you know, we we are family anyway. Um, thank you again. So until next Sunday, I am Kimmy. I'm Chauncey. And I'm your girl Celeste. JB from NC. Y'all have a wonderful night. We'll see you next Sunday.